Welcome, everybody, to the Goblin Beat. Uh, you don't know it. We've been talking for like an hour now. Um, trying to get everything ready for our new Eberron adventure. Um, it's brand new. We're breaking it out of the box. Smells smells new, feels new. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun, we hope. Uh, normally, I introduce people, but everybody's changed their names and classes and whatever so much. Gender. That I'm not really quite sure what everybody's pronouns are anymore. So I'm just going to introduce myself and then we can uh, go down the list and let everybody else introduce themselves as well. <clears throat> I'm Matt. I will be playing Master D. Galanda. And as you'll come to learn, the D with an apostrophe in front of a name means that you're a member of a house. In this particular case, I am a halfling member of House Galanda. Uh, which has a, what we'll learn is a dragon mark, uh, which is uh, the mark of hospitality, which gives me certain advantages and makes me a little bit cooler than well, everybody else. Um, I'm a <laughs> monk. Um, I'm also, as uh, my class, as uh, my background, I'm a spy. Uh, you, if you read the Eberron information, you'll find that this adventure takes place shortly after a centuries-long war, uh, but basically ravaged the entire continent. Um, my particular character used his spying background during that war to gather information to benefit House Galanda uh, and its uh, many holdings and businesses. Uh, and along the way, uh, basically posed as a dandy in some some uh, places, but also uh, as part of a small uh, kind of an insurrection sort of uh, cell uh, with a couple of other people, which uh, will come up later on when other people introduce themselves. So that's basically me. And we'll get to the where we're starting off and where why we're starting off and all that stuff a little later on. And I guess we'll just move down the list and Brandon. You can introduce your new guy to the world. All right. I'm playing a Warforged Artificer. And what is that? Uh, what is a Warforged Artificer? Um, basically, it's a robot that has some type of sentience to it. <laughs> um, well, I want you to just take something really cool and just make it the most boring thing boring. possible. I like to think of it as a Terminator, but, you know, still. Um, it is, he's an artificer, or it is an artificer. You gotta be careful of those pronouns, Matt. Um, Does he identify as a he or she? I think they, I think they identify as a they. I think that is the uh, pro-social term right now, is they. They. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, no. Matt said that he had a, a cock piece that was a large syringe, so I guess it's a he. Oh, um, my God. They went RPG. Anyways, <laughs> so um basically artificial so he, uh, he casts spells but he used tools to do it uh and the nuance to this character is his name is sawbones and so he's an artificer that kind of focuses on healing but somehow still uh, extracts a little bit of uh, suffering from his uh, comrades while trying to heal them and i believe the background that we established for your character uh was that you when back when Warforged were still basically indentured servants, or um, the member of the house that created your particular 
Warforged Artificer owed a lot of money because he drank too much uh, to House Kalanda and paid his debt by turning you over to the house. And then once once the Warforged were granted their their freedom and independence, you decided to stay on with House Kalanda. Yeah, so seemed like it should work for a while. Right. And we're just going to call him Bones because obvious reasons. Why not? All right. Well, that's 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 Brandon's character, Bones. Uh, all right. Um, all right, Jesse. How about you? What you doing tonight? So I am playing the other Artificer, <laughs> except uh, I'm not a Terminator sent from the future to kill us. Uh, I'm the Rock Gnome. Why not? Because <laughs> that's not very original. That's why. Oh, man. <laughs> Didn't say so from the future. His character is very much like a, like a, like a healing Voltron, uh, whereas yours is more like what? Um, mine's just a very crafty, tinkering gnome uh, that likes to make things blow up. Kind of had maybe a little bit of an arson. We don't know. So you're not uh, a robot at all. You're an actual flesh and bone being. Yes. Gotcha. A gnome. Hey, look, this is, this is Eberron, so I don't know. Gnome could mean something totally different. No, rock gnome. Uh, and I am from, and I'm going to screw up the pronunciation of both of these city-states, but I'm from Seer, right? That's the destroyed country. Yep. Anyone? Okay. Yeah. Needed somebody yeah. to respond with a yes. Uh, so I'm from there, and I uh, was uh, in the war. So I wasn't there when it was destroyed. I was on a mission. I was uh, a sapper, I guess, but also did covert operations. That'll come up later. Uh, currently uh, in Breland, because they've been taken in refugees uh, from the war. Um, so that's where I'm at currently. Uh, just kind of getting by, uh, using my skills with. Um, you know, smith tools, tinker tools, all those types of things, hustling on the streets. That's, that's, yeah, that's me. Oh, and I go by Gimbal. All right. Gimbal the Rock Gnome Artificer. Yes, sir. All right. And finally, we got John who's playing Vorthax. Yes. I'm playing Vorthax, the Dragonborn Sorcerer. And uh, during the war, I was just at home, and when the great cataclysmic event called the morning occurred, it stirred something within me, awakening magical powers. Mm. And so uh, Vorthax went on the road. He wants to know more about the morning and what happened there, because obviously something happened to him, and he's just trying to figure it all out. So your appearance is kind of like the, uh, the draconic humanoid mm-hmm. creatures, like in say like dragon lance that people might be familiar yep. with. Yep, yep. Uh, and uh, specifically, he's got white scales with blue markings because uh, he has blue dragon ancestry. Cool. And so his his, his mission is uh, basically to uncover the secrets of his power. Yep. Why? Why is he suddenly able uh, to to control magic? 
Is it perhaps related to one of the three great dragons? And I guess a massive hallucination. He just thinks he's doing magic. Lots of shrooms. (laughs) By way of background, uh, you would be from Kabara. That's uh, right. Which is on the eastern side of the Mornland. And it would have taken you quite a bit of effort to travel way over to Breland and Salvation, which is on the western side. Yeah, that's actually my background. I'm a, I'm a far traveler. Gotcha. That's appropriate. And are you... Um, so uh, we know that Bones, myself, and we haven't really talked about Gimbal yet, are tied into Galanda, House Galanda. Uh, yeah, I was... Uh, I was going to say that my guy had... Uh, my guy has signed on with House Galanda... Because it takes money to explore and figure out what things are doing, and so House Galanda can help bankroll his research. And we may get to—I don't know if how the how the uh, narrative is going to roll. If we're going to start off with Gimbal already being in in the employee of House Galanda, if that's going to be like an opening kind of interaction. No, we're um, going to start out. We're going to start out uh, as your your group has basically just come together. Um, so we're using the group background, uh, the patron background, which is a new thing in the Eberron book. I'm Danny, by the way. I'm running the game, uh, <laughs> as, as per usual. Um, yep, so you, your group is using the uh, house, what's it called? Kalanda. Yeah, but it's the house, the house patron, basically. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, House agents. Yeah, so we're well. Yeah, I don't know if any of you are using the house agent background. Is Matt's not using that either? Or you? No, uh, that's fine. I am. I'm using the house agent background. Are you? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. So you've all kind of signed up with uh, House Galanda. Either you're born into it, or during the war, or after the war. At some point, you've done it for various reasons. Okay. Either to get close to the moorland, just to make money, uh, because that's what you were expected to do. Uh, but whatever the case, it has brought you to the town of Salvation, just west of Vatherond in Breland. Um, so this adventure, actually, the this series of adventures we're going to be playing is the Oracle of War campaign. That's the Adventurers League uh, campaign for this year. And it's supposed to go from level one to level twenty. So we're gonna see, see if we can ride it all the way through. <clears throat> but um, so near the end of the last war, the nation of Seer was demolished in a cataclysmic event known as the Day of Mourning. What remains of Seer is now called the Mornland. It is said that only the foolhardy and the desperate venture into this place. And so, of course, an outpost called Salvation sprung up in the nation of Breland, right on the fringe of the Moorland. Salvation is populated by desperate scavengers hoping to make money by looting valuable items from seer smoking remains, an area they call the Grey. Scavengers join together in salvage crews that brave the unpredictable and often deadly landscape of the Moorland, finding items of value and then getting out before the lingering magic of the cataclysm destroys them. Uh, you guys work for a, a patron, which is House Galanda. Uh, other people work for salvage brokers or for themselves. 
but survival and salvation, no matter who you work for, requires quick wits, quick quick wits, strong constitution, and a friend watching your back. At least that's what this background blurb says. I was hoping you were gonna say quick uh, grits. Quick, yeah, you need quick grits uh, to be able to eat. You know, when you're in a hurry. Um, the oh, a uh, couple of things just for listeners. We're gonna use uh, this Adventurers League thing. I don't know if it's new. We've never done Adventurers League before. Uses hero points. Uh, you get hero points by completing certain tasks within the adventure. At the end of the adventure, all of them go away if you don't use them. So you might as well spend them. But they do they do carry over from session to session. You can spend a hero point to add a d6 roll to a d20 uh, before you find out if it if it was success or a failure. You can also use a hero point to automatically succeed on a death saving throw even after you failed it. Uh, also, we're still using uh, inspiration, but we're gonna we're gonna stick more to the regular inspiration as far as you can only have one. Uh, we can still use use them the same way we did before. It's not on me. Um, anything else? Or any uh, the inn is it ran by House Galanda? The inn is not run by House. What? Galanda. Yeah, there's no. I think they're called Golden Inns. There are none of those in this small ramshackle place. I'm not paying for a room. Somebody asked you. We'll see about that. We'll make some rolls. All right. All right. Uh, Anybody, any questions, thoughts, concerns before we start? What is our mission in Salvation from House Uh, Kalanda? uh, Generally, um, go into the gray whenever you, you know, you can. If you find anything of interest, let the house know. And basically, if you find any any good stuff, uh, they will buy it from you. For the, for the time being, that's pretty much it. On what's going on in Salvation. Go into the gray? Yep. yep. So you guys are a salvage crew. Who's signing me up for this? Who is destroying things? Sorry, that was <laughs> me. That was me. My bad. So, so, Danny, you were saying our crew has just gotten together? Yeah, so you've just gotten together. Uh, you may have uh, been there, there a week or two. If you guys want to say you've, you've been out into the Great once or twice, you can. Um, you don't have a right. lot of coin to your names necessarily. but, uh, but with, Gimbal, with Gimbal being a house agent, I would say that he's probably been, I mean, he has to have been with the house probably since the end of the war at least. Right, yeah. Well, I I just wanted to know, like, if my if everybody else knew my character enough to know this about him, and it sounds like they would, but um, basically because he's a far traveler and everybody recognizes him as not from around there, mm-hmm. uh, Vorthax pretends like he doesn't speak common. Okay. In in order to avoid interactions, he would rather not have. Okay. So, like, we'll give him that. He talks to friends and stuff, but if it's a stranger, he he'll just like stay quiet. Yeah, we'll we'll just say he doesn't speak common. Do you speak draconic? He speaks draconic. He does speak draconic. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't speak right. draconic. We mostly uh, 
communicate through sign language, something akin to uh, family night charades. Yeah. And, and interpretive, I use flashing lights. Interpretive dance. <laughs> flashing lights. <laughs> the robot just jabs him, jabs him in the temple with a needle and he knows what he's talking about. So, uh, so, so I like that are idea. You, are you going to do like R2-D2 and just like beep at us the whole time? <laughs> I just don't constantly blinding whoever we're talking to. <laughs> it's like flashing your uh, brights every time you're trying to say something. Oh man, that's like the easiest way to get inspiration is just to speak like a a robot or something. That's yeah. it's gonna be nice. <laughs> that reminds me, everybody mark inspiration on your character sheet to start with. You're all gonna start with it. That's nice. All right, and because we're contractually, nice. we're contractually obligated to do so. Uh, this adventure will start in a tavern. <laughs> uh, we do. We do have a map. Yep. The great because if you're playing D and D and not drinking, you're not doing it right. That's right. Which reminds me, I need to go refresh my beverage. All right. All right. Oh, while he's doing that. I will give. I will give all of the plot so that he will be lost the rest of the. Adventure. Oh no! I'm, <laughs> I'm. I'm. I'm on Discord on my phone. It's going with me. Okay. So we're at what the the Tim Pot Tavern? No, or the, or the Gray Beyond Tavern. Okay, but this town actually has two taverns. It's much like the rest of Salvation: dirty, rough, uncouth, and with a touch of magic in the air that could be the promise of riches or just another vile spell wafting in from the Mornland. Wafting. Oh boy. Scavengers like you guys come here to spend your hard-earned coin on expensive drinks and cheap food, sharing wild rumors and half-truths about the ruined nation of Seer. Some call it the Mornland, others call it the Grey, but it's the land of death and opportunity for all who gather here. The tavern's common room is built around the salvage board, a place where the brokers of salvation post bills for jobs that need doing in the Grey. This board is the beating heart of your industry, and the jobs it provides your lifeblood. Oh. So basically, you can go check that out. Jobs. <clears throat> As you guys are uh, sitting around, and uh, the dragonborn is pretending not to speak common to anyone who talks to him, <clears throat> and Sawbones has just flashing lights on the top of his head. <laughs> a, a dirty old. Everyone's gonna think they're getting pulled over. <laughs> a dirty old gnome, but not. Not Gimble. Is Gimble the gnome? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Sorry. A dirty old gnome, which uh, makes, distinguishes him from Gimble, wearing torn Yeah, I'm clothes, very young. Yeah, wearing torn clothes, climbs onto a table, and a hush falls over the rowdy tavern. Someone whispers, and you guys hear it, Brackle's gonna talk, in an awed tone. The gnome's voice cracks and hisses with old age as he speaks. The three great worms were always at war. They warred in the beginning when they made the world, and they'll war over it again at the end. Siberus, source of magic, was shattered into the sky, and he waves his hand, well, his hands in the air where you guys know the uh, Siberus ring that uh, encircles Eberron is. <clears throat> Kyber, master of secrets, was imprisoned under the earth in Eberron. Creator of life now reigns over the world. But all will change soon. The prophecy they warred over was written in the bones of the earth and the flesh of our people. 
and its words shall guide us to the end. With that, the gnome returns to his seat and closes his eyes. The tavern's patrons hesitate a moment, absorbed, absorbing the gnome's declaration before returning to their spirited conversations. The fuck was that? <laughs> Do you say that out loud? <laughs> I mean, yeah. in a whisper. Uh, yeah, uh, somebody at a table next to you heard, heard you say that, and they, they lean back in their chair. Uh, Brackle, he's obsessed with that draconic prophecy. I'm sure that's what he's talking about. Uh, well, too bad he doesn't speak draconic because, you know, my buddy here couldn't understand a damn word he said. <laughs> you guys shrugs says, do lizard men speak draconic? Turns back. I mean, I guess. I don't know. I mostly just wave my hand. <laughs> Were you guys looking at a map? Like, I don't. I just see, like, the giant map. At the very top of the sidebar, there's a handout called Map of Salvation. Oh, look, there it is. <laughs> you could click on it to make it make it biggie. Yeah, yeah. I did. To embiggen. Uh, to cast enlarge or reduce. Yeah. And so why would he get up? Why would he get up there and say that stuff? Like we all know that stuff. Well, number four on the map, by the way, says sheriff. That's where the the uh, Warforged named sheriff lives. That's cool. <laughs> so we're at you said tin pot or the gray beyond. Gray beyond. <laughs> so we're across from the sheriff office. Uh, right. About that, about that time, uh, uh, a new person walk, walks in, uh, uh, sees you guys, and she smiles. It's Callie Alderan. Uh She's a fellow scavenger here, but uh, some of you knew her in, either in the war or or since then. Yeah, Jesse and I would recognize her because we both served in the same unit with her. She walks over to you guys and says, "Ah, Marster and Gimbal. Fancy seeing you guys here." I'd jump up on my seat and say, Yay, Callie! Super excited to see her, of course. All right, yeah, she gives you guys hugs and says, uh, I can't believe uh, someone hasn't killed you guys yet, to be honest. Well, uh, I mean... You joke. Technically they have, but that big metal thing over there with all the sticky parts has a bad habit of bringing us back to life. Uh, well, Excuse me, is this meat important? Oh, he spoke. Yes, Bones, this meat is important. Wow, he didn't flash his lights that time. He must really like you. Beep boop. She gets <laughs> sort, of a, sort of a laugh, maybe. She says, well, well I would uh, invite you guys to join me, but uh, my crew's pretty much full. Uh, we call ourselves the Great Dogs. Yeah, we're about to head out into the Mornland, uh, you know, looking for some junk from Seer. That's kind of it's kind of sure weird. You, don't need me? you don't want me to go? Uh, Why don't you want me to go? I always go. Uh, I'd be happy to have you go, but you last. But uh, but groups full. Uh, they don't want to split. You know, shares any more ways. So. Oh, wait, did you say your name of your group was the Great Ogs? Gray dogs. Oh, I was gonna say that's nice. That's weird because the name of our group is the Greater Ogs. <laughs> Which doesn't make any sense anymore since your name the Great Ogs. All right, gotcha. Well, uh, if you guys got nothing else to do, you know, you should check out the uh, 
job board. It's actually uh, that's where we get most of our work from. What do you guys? All right, so just I'll just to be sure you don't want me to go. Yeah, I'm sure, but I will buy you guys a drink. What you drink? Sweet. I'm drinking whatever he's drinking because I'll slide it over to him and drink water instead. <laughs> How about your uh, lizard man friend? Uh, well met. He uh, he doesn't speak common. Vorthax just nods. But he speaks draconic if you know draconic. Uh, no, don't know that. I know uh, goblin. You speak goblin? She says in goblin. Uh, Vorthax uh, responds back and says, "Yes, I do." Ah, well. Yeah, good to meet you. You're with some uh, good men here. I hope, uh, hope everything goes well for you. It, of course it will. Look at our fancy machine. Yeah, everybody, you guys seem to really rely on that. Bones is looking around. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> you, uh, you want something to drink? I'm, I'm going to buy them one. Uh, yes. Something, uh, so, something uh, heady and heavy. He likes incinerator. She nods. All right, all right. I'll, I'll go order. She goes and uh, and uh, I'll check catch up with you guys when we get back. All right. Yeah, it was really great seeing you. Actually, you sh- I'll, I'll follow her over to the bar and keep bugging her to show her all my different little contraptions that I've made since I've seen her last. Yeah, oh she's lord, as, she's as impressed as she was the last time she saw she saw you. Uh, I know, but they're like super cool. Like this one actually kind of emits a light from it uh, when you push this little button. Yeah, and it makes things brighter when it's dark. You know, which obviously you would need since you're human. You can't see in the dark, so that's true. You got any extras? Yeah. Hey, uh, Gimbal, Gimbal, tell her what you named it. Named what? Your invention. Tell her. Tell her what you named it. Oh, uh, uh, Callie's light. <laughs> oh, thanks. Totally did. <laughs> she, she pockets it. She's. I'll, I'll use this while we're out in the Mornland for sure. Okay. All right. She uh, orders y'all's drinks and uh, has them brought sent over to you guys. I slowly pour my drink into. Gimbal's drink as he drinks it and replace mine with water. Oh, so I, have a, I have a flask hidden at my sleeve and it just drips water in. So it makes it look like I'm drinking the alcohol. Actually not. All right. Well, um, what do you guys want to do? Guess we should probably check the job board. So like I'll, go signs, I'll go do it. I'll go do it. Want me to do it? I'll go do it. Yeah, man. Uh, just go pick something... Not insane. I, I run off before you even say that. Oh boy! <laughs> All right, looks like there's Saul. Shouldn't could you have given go? Me, shouldn't have given me two drinks. Saul, could you go follow him? I only weigh like forty pounds. <laughs> but you're you're a heavy drinker, so I do have a pretty solid constitution, though. Yeah, yeah, I know. All right. <sighs> Why do we bring the loud meat and falls after him? Because he fixes you when you break. It's true. Mm. I fix you. <laughs> there are uh, three look like active uh, bills stacked up there. Do you want to 
Look at all of them or just grab one at random? Or I'll just take all three and bring them back. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, do you want to give me like a... Do they have like three... Like what are the headlines? Uh, here's the first one. Here's the second one. And here's the third one. I'm going to vote no on the scrapyard. Oh my god. For so, for people who are listening, let me just let me just read this. <clears throat> Ring the scrapyard bell to start the sun up. No questions asked. Cast job. Expect danger. <laughs> that's so that's the one I come running back with. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like in a really bad kind of handwriting. The handwriting's terrible. I'm like, look. <laughs> and then the second one is like, it's some really flowy, beautiful handwriting. Looks like it was written by a nun, yeah, Mother let Johanna. Do, let me do this one too. A faithless scoundrel stolen a relic from the chapel of the Silver Flame. Visit Mother Johanna to assist. <laughs> and then the first one is kind of a. Normal kind of uh, writing. Speak to Bellalore in the salvage market about entering to Grey to look for a missing scout, which probably is the one I would have picked, but let's go with number three. <laughs> so let me just explain my reasoning, right? Yeah, please do. Please do. Uh, a church relic. They probably don't have a lot of money to pay us. Waste of time. Scrapyard. Probably got some cool stuff that I can build with. And it's cash. Danger, love it. And then a missing scout, probably not a lot of loot trying to find a dead body. So, cash. All right. Well, let's actually, go. I cannot. Damn, that's actually really logically sound. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down. Yeah. I- I'm convinced. Let's do it. All right. Uh, so, does everyone agree to do that? Oh, yeah, I'm down. I mean, uh, Bucket of Bolts here never really seems to object whatever we want to do. Mm. (laughs) Oh, just a couple things about uh, Salvation. The government is listed as none and uh, as N-O-N-E, not N-U-N. And the population is about 400. Sheriff tries to keep peace and settle disputes, but mostly each hire, each broker hires their own mercenary crews. Um, and the Great Beyond is the nicest tavern in town. Just out here. Nice. Okay, so uh, everybody's agreed. Sun up. You guys are gonna yeah. Scrapyard. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. I'm I'm feeling like uh, uh, Bones is kind of like a a cross between uh, Geralt of Rivia um, from The Witcher and HK47, <laughs> <laughs> the assassin droid from Knights of the Old Republic. <laughs> Actually, that's pretty close. And I'm and I'm and I'm I'm, I'm I'm I had to say I'm here for it. I'm totally here for it. I'm loving it. Right. I just gotta throw in every odd situation. Go, fuck. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I haven't up. finished it. I haven't finished it yet, so no spoilers. Please. No spoilers. Well, no, but that that's that's fun. All right, everybody got enough juice left in them to uh, at least start this. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Come on. Yeah, intro. yeah, totally. Yeah, let's do this thing. I'm I'm eating some bread and cheese right now. I'm refueling. I mean, clearly Gimbal is excited. All right, <laughs> he seems to be. All right, so you guys show up, I'm guessing, uh, early the next morning. Super early. Around sunup, maybe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I made sure I knocked on everyone's door five times mm-hmm. as soon right. as the sun came up. Yeah, I was already meditating. You don't have to knock that many times. <clears throat> oh, yeah. And the, it's not like the robot sleeps. Well, it's not my fault. I couldn't remember what the secret knock was. And also, I couldn't remember if we actually had a secret knock. So I just tried like five different secret knocks. We don't have a secret knot. Good enough. But we should probably make one. I can also make a, a little thing. It's like, um, I call it an alarm clock. If you want, I can make for you. I mean, I don't need one, but... And the robot doesn't need one, but maybe the dragon needs one. Well, when Gimbal comes to wake up Vorthax, he finds Vorthax already awake and packing his backpack. So that's and a no the alarm be clock. turned off. No. And uh, when Gimbal knocks on the door a bunch to try to wake me up, uh, Vorthax just lets him in and then sighs and says, this is going to be a long day. <laughs> How does, it always is. It's not going to be a long day, Vorthax. It's going to be an awesome day. How does uh, Sawbones rest? Because I imagine he, sli- he just like uh, lays face down underneath the bed. <laughs> no, I put myself in my briefcase. Uh, it's sentry mode, basically. They just kind of sit still for like six hours. They're not unconscious. They just sit still and don't do anything for six hours. Yeah, no, that's why I thought thought you would just be face down on the on the ground under the bed, so you could pretend you were sleeping. Hey, you know, if space is a uh, priority, then sure, why not? <laughs> or just, I can just be in sentry mode. <laughs> And just to put it out there, my character is dressed like head to toe in immaculate blue suede leather, except for his shiny thigh-high black leather boots and black leather gloves with a big, huge brimmed hat with a giant yellow feather poking out the top. Oh yeah, and you've got a you've got a dragon that's I mean not a dragon, but a dinosaur that you ride around on. That's right. Her name is Lucy. And she's the love of my life. <laughs> she has some splaining to do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so, uh, 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 how do you pronounce his name? Marster? Yeah. Yeah. Marster. So, Marster, I've been building this thing. It's kind of like a sidecar that I think I could fit on Lucy. And if you let me, I can put it on her and I can just put it on the side of her while you're riding her. Like at the same time. I even got a little helmet. That's really up to Lucy. Um, I, I, Lucy would totally like it. Well, I mean, if you want to try to put it on her, we'll see how she reacts. I actually probably can't reach that high, so I'm going to need you to do it. Okay. Well, you're Sweet. talking to a halfling. You're, like, you're a halfling and I know I'm talking to each other. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I yeah. Sorry. I must have missed that part. No, it's okay. Yeah, so, um, so how tall are you? Uh, not that tall. 
four foot. Okay, so I'm only three foot six inches, so that makes sense that you're taller than me. You should be able to put it on her. Okay, I can do that. Oh yeah, we didn't we didn't talk about that. So you're three three six and four foot even, and then how tall are the other two? Five eleven. Vorthax is six four. Holy crap! Yeah, so I don't if if it doesn't work, like if Lucy doesn't like it, then I can put it on sawbones, and I can try <laughs> on sawbones back. Uh, yeah. I mean, once again, that would be up to him. No, he, he's going to like it. He's totally going to like it. <laughs> so what is this contraption you made again? It's, it, it's basically just um, a saddlebag. <laughs> that you can ride in. That I can sit in. Yeah, Lucy probably can't. <laughs> can't handle it because like she's not that large like a well like human i didn't ride. realize that yeah. he was a halfling riding a baby dinosaur right you would have expected that again i miss again i missed that part of the backstory <laughs> right. it's, it's all good all of house kalanda are are halflings we uh, originated in the what telemar telemar plains telemar. Yeah. well obviously i knew that of course i knew that i was just testing you guys no, that's okay. Um, I mean, I don't think Lucy yet. She probably couldn't carry all that weight. But okay. feel free, feel free to slap that thing on bones. Well, we don't have to right now. But I'm just saying, you know, I have one. If now, we're if we're running away, it might be a good idea to just throw that thing around the dragon's neck and hold no, on. No, I got this other cool thing that I can jab into his neck and makes oh, this run really makes this run really fast. <laughs> All right. Outside of salvation, a scrap heap fills the swampy remains of an abandoned factory yard. A war-forged colossus slumps at its rear, on its rear, for that matter. Half buried by junk and sitting on its backside. See, the fallen behemoth is easily 100 feet tall, sitting down. An iron right. bell hangs from a post at the scrapyard. Is there a place. picture of this that we're supposed to be looking at? Uh, I don't know. I can try to find one for you. I don't think so. Well, just like picture the iron giant slumped over in a junkyard. Okay. I just, uh, it sounded like he was referring to a picture of me. And I was like, uh, I feel like it was pretty up and extra see it. So yeah. I just wanted to ask. Vince Diesel voice and all. Or Vin Diesel. There you go. Here's the. Uh, Vince <laughs> Diesel. <laughs> Uh, Vin Diesel's third cousin. (laughs) That's actually really cool. There you go. See the Italian epic. Yeah. Hey, uh, Bones. That looks like that could be your daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Should have named him Lurch. Are you guys going to ring the scrapyard bell? <laughs> yeah. Bones just goes up to it and grabs it and rings it. Aww. Awesome. All right. The objective was to ring the bell. That's weak, Bones. Weak sauce. No, that's cool, Bones. It's fine. An extremely <sighs> aged human. Be clearer with directives. <laughs> You're fine, Bones. I'm the only one who's a member of Ascalanda here, so... You're fine. <laughs> okay, you still need. Aged human male uh, with a walking stick ambles over 
and you know, sort of a grumpy, it's early in the morning and I'm an old man kind of way. <clears throat> Huffing a little bit as he goes and says, uh, yes, yes, are you for, here for the job? No, we're just Bones randomly completely ignores what's happening and goes to the Colossus. No, we're just randomly ringing your bell at daybreak. What? What? You bastards. Turns around and starts hobbling back off. Dude, it's called sarcasm. Yes, we're here for the job. You see, you see his shoulders hunch over. He huffs. He whispers to himself, these stupid sons of bitches in this town. I can't even do it anymore. He obviously thinks he's whispering and he can't hear him. You're whisper shouting. He huffs, turns around, and starts walking back. I'm too old to give a crap. Yeah, I'm too short. Such is life. All right. Uh, Let us in before my uh, for before my war, whatever humps yours. What? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the Colossus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, my boss, Ireland, uh, owns this scrap yard. As salvage rats to Big Mo over there, point points at the Colossus. Which at this point, Sawbones is probably like crawling over and inspecting. She's decided to leave that intact. He uh, yell talks over to the Warforged. He's not going to tear it apart, believe me. He uh, finds those things pretty sacred. Okay, well. Uh, Can I go look at it? I'd like to go look at it uh, when we're yeah, done talking. Let's just, let's just walk over there to it anyway as we go. Don't take anything off of it. Not going to take anything, just going to look. Right. Uh, so here's the issue. Erland's uh, scrap team found a tunnel underneath the creature where the big mo and we're afraid that someone uh, is stripping it for parts. Uh, we're, we don't want to just send our scrappers in there. They could get killed depending on who or what's in there. Uh, so we thought we'd pay some adventurers to uh, go in there and look around. If you uh, if you be willing to scout it out, I'd give you uh, 10 gold pieces each. Ten gold pieces each plus what we find. That's not a leftover piece of Mo. If you kill some brigands and take their crap, I don't care. I just don't want them scrapping Big Mo if Ireland doesn't want it scrapped. How much extra if we collapse the tunnel behind us once we're done? Uh, well, yeah, don't do that. I'd be afraid. What, what if it uh, unsettles the Colossus? No, it, I I can make sure that that wouldn't happen. Totally, just yeah. have to put a beam there and there. And plus, I got a bomb that would totally close it up. That guy. Uh, that's why a, you can make a persuasion check. Okay, <laughs> let me do that. I got no, no, no. I'm talking. Okay, that's just kind of my to... forte. Oh, it is. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah, I got a D four plus. I get a plus to persuasion too, but I don't see it. It's in one of these stupid skills over here. All right, you go ahead. All right. I got to figure out where I read that. What are you saying to persuade him? I'm just saying this guy here is uh, is an artificer master. Bliss is, is expert. He's been doing this stuff since the day he was born. I mean, it's like the back of his hand. I don't know why I didn't roll D4. Just add it on there. I was a sapper in the war, man. Yeah. Blowing stuff up is what I do. All right, so you got a nine. Do you want to spear, spend any uh, hero points on this or no? 
Well, I, I don't know. Where did the perception come from? I just rolled a d4. You're supposed to roll persuasion, not perception. I have no idea what just... Okay, hold on. I think you're too many drinks in. I think that's no, 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 no. I, I, I definitely clicked on persuasion. That time you did. Yeah, okay. That's a 19. Um, he goes, well, I mean, yeah, if he, he was a sapper in the war and knows what he's doing, uh, I guess that's fine. Just promise me you won't knock over Big Mo. Yeah, well, how much extra? Nothing. Ah. <laughs> you persuaded me to give you nothing. <laughs> you persuaded so you... me to let you do it. Leave the tunnel so other people can come in and scrap this thing later on. Are you out of your mind? Yeah, we'll we'll stick we'll stick some crap down in there. So they can move it out of the way and scrap it later on. I don't think you're thinking clearly. Anyway, it's okay. It's okay. Each. <sighs> Twenty. Yeah. I mean, I can give you twenty and him nothing. Twenty each. Uh, no, I just have to wait for somebody else. I, all I was given was 40 gold pieces for it. All right, good luck. All right. Walks off. Jesus, is nobody negotiating this town? <laughs> no, everyone's broke, dude. All right, fine, dude. Ten each. Five up front. He's he's six feet away from you. He can't hear you anymore. I'll run up hey. and tell him. <laughs> hey, hey, Bones, turn on the loudspeaker. All of a sudden, you hear like a uh, foghorn esque boom. <laughs> That's all right. Between between everybody doing stuff, he, he got his attention. He turns back on. Yep. All right. Ten each. Five up front. Uh, five each up front. I should clarify. Uh, you promise you're gonna go down there and do the job? Yes. All right, well, I'll tell you what, he uh, he walks over. Uh, let me show you where the hole is. That's what she said. What? <laughs> Important to know. I don't understand. He was All making right. a joke. He walks you over. The tunnel is uh, hidden behind one of Big Mo's fallen metal armor plates. He points it out. <clears throat> you guys look it aside and reveal a slanted tunnel plunging down into the dark. It's clearly been excavated recently, perhaps by a machine, and is expertly stabilized with wooden support beams. He goes, all right, you guys promise you're going to go in there and figure it out, right? Yeah, yeah, hold on. Gimble. Mm-hmm, yeah. What do you think about this hole? Uh, so it looks like it's been expertly done. They've obviously supported it properly. Engineering-wise, it's, it's actually uh, pretty, uh, pretty solid. Kind of unusual for around here, wouldn't you say? I would say someone doing this would be noticed. Hmm. I have an investigation skill I'd like to use, which that's a shitty role, so never mind. <laughs> okay. So, all right. Well, let's break out some of your Sierra lights and head on down. They're Cali lights. Thank you. Oh, uh, yeah, sorry. I'll also Ooh, investigate. Oh, yeah. See? Did you see something there, uh, robot buddy? 
Um, he does not see anything more than what you guys have already figured out. I mean, it is well done, but it could have been done. Uh, I don't know. From from what you guys have seen of this Ebenezer guy, it could have been done seven feet away from him while he was, you know, standing there, and you wouldn't have heard it. But he's not the guy who runs the place. He's not the one that owns that owns it, but he's the one, apparently the caretaker of the scrapyard. All right. What was your name again? There, um, geriatric character number one. Jerry. Ebenezer. No, ser- seriously, that's your name. Yeah. I'm sorry, I thought he was just making a Christmas Carol reference. Not Ebenezer. Ebenezer. Oh, that's a big difference. Enjoy being visited by your three spirits of Christmas past, present, and future. I'm sure he will be visited by spirits. Hmm. Or partaking of spirits. But they're all dead. Jesus. Anyway. All right, yeah, no, we'll take care of this, man. That's Great. thank Great. you. Yep. Just come right. let me know when you're done. Okay, hard hearing. We'll we'll let you know. Okay. It begins to hobble off. Bones. Yes. Uh, what do you think about Moe's salvageability? And I don't mean breaking apart. I mean making this thing work again. All right, Danny, want to roll? Or do I already know? Um, I guess that would be Arcana. Probably the best thing to roll. Mm. Not my best. And 11. You, I mean, you think it could probably be done, but it would take a lot of work. From, like, many an artificer, probably. From a what? Old. From an artificer. Uh, so, this will probably take an investigations role. Uh, um, hey, uh, either you, both of you, Bones, uh, Gimbal, how much of you this thing would you say has been stripped since it's been sitting here? Investigation? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Just as better on that one. I rolled a 20. Um, not uh, considering, uh, you know, where it is, everything. not a lot, actually. It's uh, still mostly mm. together. I mean, it's it was beaten up in the war to the point that it collapsed here, uh, you know, at some point. It's, it's not been uh, picked apart as of yet. All right. Okay. Well, then, Vorthax, correct me if I'm wrong. If this thing doesn't appear to be picked apart very much, but the thing in this tunnel is here to pick it apart, I'm thinking that doesn't seem right. Uh, I'm thinking you're probably overthinking it, and we should just uh, go down the tunnel, take care of business, get our money. Yeah, I was asking Vorthax. Huh? (laughs) See? Vorthax, you agree with me, right? Let's go. Vorthax has been just like staring, uh, looking around at all the junk, like amazed that people would just throw this stuff away. All right, Vorthax, look, yes. you're you're my, you know, um, pillar of intelligence here, buddy. I need you to focus. Mm. Uh, yes, sir. 
Okay, so they're hiring us because they think somebody dug a tunnel up to this thing's ass in order to salvage it, but they just took a look at it, and it doesn't appear that it's been stripped very much at all, despite the you fact that this exhaust port. You realize Vorthax is just a pretty lizard, right? No, he's, he's very... smart. No, he's a sorcerer. He's a pretty, li- <laughs> he's a, he's a pretty lizard. I'm actually pretty smart. Let's go. Is anybody here smart? You're smart. I'm no, 17 I'm intelligence. Smart. 16. Yeah, I just... <clears throat> well, yeah, okay. Well, we're not, well, I'm not overthinking it. It hasn't been stripped, so obviously this tunnel is here for something else. Maybe they haven't stripped it yet. Maybe we were about to stop them from stripping it. Either All way, right. there's a tunnel here that shouldn't be. We're getting paid to go in there. That's fine. I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Besides, All right. So is, you said I'm it's sure dark. Sure, you want to go make stabby, stabby. dark. All right. So before he goes into the tunnel, Vorthax uh, speaks some words in Draconic and uh, taps his quarterstaff on the ground twice, and it lights up like a giant glow rod. Oh Jesus! Glow rod. All right. You guys head down. Bones flashes his lights. I was going to say, hey, what kind of vision does Warforged have? Uh, I have Ooh. set your tokens vision up based on what kind of vision you have, actually. Already, so. well, I know. I, I'm just saying I have dark vision. I just a Warforged has. I don't think there's like any special vision. No. Really? Yeah. That's kind of weird, but... It seems like a mistake. The robots, they can, they can uh, attach some kind of a... You know, Lamp or low light vision apparatus onto those. Lights. I've got two more Cali lights in my pocket. <clears throat> Why just give me off road lights, Jesse? What's that? Oh my god! All right. <laughs> 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 I said, "Why don't you give me off road lights?" Mm. Those, those are the same thing. Yeah, it just... descends fifty feet before it levels out and turns east. I don't see anything. I don't see anything. Good. It's dark. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a halfling. I don't have low light vision. Uh, anybody have like nature or anything like that? Good, good, good lord, no. No. <laughs> why, why would I have something like that? <laughs> Gimbal. Gimbal rolled it anyway. Uh... What else might it be? Uh, I mean, I got lucky. Got to do lucky. Lucky lets you like re-roll. It does. So you can try that. Uh, Well, so you guys realize after a while that this is actually going under the Mornland itself. Oh, boy. uh, Travel several hundred feet. And let me switch over to the map. I didn't switch over there when you guys do. I just realized I went first. I don't see that I have any kind of like sneak skills or anything like that. <laughs> you weren't able to bring your, your Lucy with you, by the way. Just in case you were wondering. I would have taken her back to the end then. Or staying. Sure, you don't want to leave her with Ebenezer? I didn't get like a weird bestiality vibe from that guy. I think he's probably okay. <laughs> And uh, he was already rolling up the footstool, so, no. Hey, Danny, since you set the tokens with our vision, 
Um, my quarter staff basically functions as a torch. Okay, cool. I don't know if you have to change anything on there. Uh, possibly. Good lord, Greer's looking intimidating. Or Sawbones. I guess that should be. You need to change the name of your token. Yeah, my token name is wrong too. So I have to change it for him. Do, 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 do. After it's first created, you gotta go in there manually type the dang thing. Got it. Let me do that. Uh, yes. It's a huge pain in the butt, too. You select it, save changes. All right. Who's else, who else is this wrong? I think so. Just. Are we supposed to be able to see everybody's health bars? Yeah. Can you? I can only see Sawbones and mine. I can, I can see everybody's set for Jesse's. Uh, I can't see yours. Should be able to see his. I can see his now. I can see Vortex, Sawbones, and mine. Oh, there it is. All right. Can everybody see everybody's now? Yep, yep, pretty good. Jesus, I only have nine hit points. I'm dead. <laughs> Hold on. Let me. I'm going to save that. I probably just didn't save it last time, was the problem. 11. These guys have 11 hit points. Beast. Of course it does. All right. Gimbal. Save yours again. Yes, selected, saved. It's so annoying that you have to go through that whole rigmarole every time. <clears throat> okay, so... Uh, Damn after, it, roll 20. <laughs> after walking several hundred feet, you guys come upon a doorway. Ooh. Boom, boom. Labeled number one. It is labeled as a, as a one. I didn't bother trying to hide that. <laughs> it's yeah, It's fine. Nothing else about the tunnel on our way. Uh, no, it's uh, there's the wooden beams every so often. The ceilings are eight feet high. Very roomy for the halfling and the uh, gnome. Okay. All right. Well, I guess I'll uh, saunter on up there. Check the door there. You got these tools? I sure do. I'm proficient in them. Oh man, me too. If you, you want to look for a, uh, you want to examine it for locks and traps. Yeah, we'll both do it. The investigation check. Do you click on these tools? Uh, these tools are to pick a lock or disarm a trap. All right, so just investigation. Yep. Eighteen. Um, well, you both see, as you both stand next to the door, that it is indeed trapped. Oh, this! hey, this thing's totally trapped. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, I see that, too. Okay, you see the trap? Good, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I see the trap. Um, these tools are based on decks, right? It depends on your class, I think. Right, Danny? Um, it depends on what you're doing with them, I think. But, uh, but decks, yeah, is the default. I'm pretty, I'm pretty dexterous. Yeah, you can open it. Let me just, let me just, uh, step back. See yeah. how that's, see how that works from afar. Yeah, that's a good idea. 
you have rolled a nine. Oh, no. I'm going to use lucky. Okay. Oh, wait, no, I can't do that. Dang, never mind. It's fine. It's fine. You have you have inspiration and a hero point. Yeah, I'm gonna use inspiration. All right, roller again. All right, let's do it again. It's gonna be better. It's gonna work better. That is better. That, that was much better. That's better. Let me take my inspiration on the board. That's my hero point, never mind. Let me take my inspiration off the uh, carriage. Alright. You feel like you have definitely disabled the heck out of this trap. And not only that, you know that it was a poison spray trap. We're all good. This poison spray, uh, poison, uh, spray trap has been disabled. Uh, can I have the components? I'd, I would like to have the components. If you can you have to take, it take them out yourself, then yeah, go right ahead. What'd you yeah. say, Danny? I said you have to take it apart and stuff first to get the components out of it. Oh, uh, how long would that take? Uh, 15 minutes, I'll say. But All right, so let's keep going. You, I will give you, since you rolled a crit, Matt, I will give you a plus five to unlock the door because it is locked. All right, so these tools again. It was had to add in plus five, just give me the option to do that. Yeah. All right, with the plus five, that's a 26. The door very quietly unlocks. Click, clack. All right, guys, we're good to go. Okay. Um, I'm going to recommend sending in the our good friend uh, the dragon <laughs> mm, yeah Mr. Vorthax please if you wouldn't mind you're uh, kind of the most stable of us that's not relied on for healing so uh, very what well what? Probably Gimbal would be better, but... Yeah, I was going to say, I'll go in. Alright, go for it, Gimbal. Alright. Pop this bad boy open. Keep forgetting he's a sorcerer, not a tank. <laughs> you open yon door. Ooh. And see, <clears throat> this circular chamber is lit by torches. Roughly 30 human corpses are neatly stacked in three piles around the room. Oh, good God, we should have charged double for this. The bodies are naked and covered in some sort of embalming fluid, uh, producing a stink throughout the room. There is no obvious sign of what killed them. All right, I say we leave, go back, give the guys money back, and be done with this. He never actually gave you those coins. Yeah, he didn't give us money, so... I'm just going to go ahead and um, kind of sneak into the room. 
I'm going to move up here to the doorway. Uh, somebody tell C-3PO to catch up. And then I'm going to get a little closer to this first Guard. pile of bodies and investigate. You guys don't see me? R2-D2, going to move on. You're there. I need to refresh my screen. Right towards the back, yeah. All right, so I'm going to stealthily investigate a pile of bodies. 22 stealth, 22 investigation. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you stealth crap out of that. <laughs> uh, you see... Uh, there are a lot of bodies in here. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Vorthrax, not to freak you out. There's a lot of bodies in here. <laughs> you can tell. You can tell that the liquid, the embalming fluid they have been treated with, is extremely highly flammable. Um, if like a torch or anything got close, this whole place would be on fire. Also. Although I want it to happen, we shouldn't set anything on fire in here. And I know you got a little light bulb on the staff there. You can probably see the bodies, but they also smell, so you don't want to get close to them. FYI. So don't set things on fire yet. Yet. No, this is totally where I want to put my bomb to close the tunnel. Yeah, that's a good idea. All right. Uh, Vorthak says, thanks for the warning. Yeah, no problem, man. Uh, so, uh, if it's okay with you, boss, I'm going to keep moving up. Yeah, no, no. Uh, so when he looked at the bodies, he didn't see any kind of indication as to what killed him? No, yeah, you can't. He can't. doesn't see any, like, uh, obvious sign of why they're dead, just that they are dead. Ver did. All right, you guys stay here. All right, do you have like a stealth skill? Yes, I do. All right, I guess you should be going ahead then. For some reason, I don't have that. How do you, you not have think with the Jesse would have a character that would not have stealth? I've got halfling nimbleness, but that's something totally different. Well, yeah, when you were picking skills, you didn't try to pick one that went with decks or halflings. I didn't pick skills. What I'm do you a mean? monk. I mean, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm a monk. Oh, you're a monk. I thought you were a rogue. Well, I'm a monk spy. Right. You think you right. might have picked stealth instead of, I don't know, religion? You what? Have stealth. What are you talking about? Do I? Oh, my God. I totally do have stealth. Wow. <laughs> wow. I like a plus five. Hey, hey, new characters. You got to kick, kick the tires a little bit. Yeah, he's got, got a plus five bonus to stealth. <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't looking at just like the regular things. I was looking over at the special stuff. Got it. Sorry. Um, I'll, I'll, we'll move up together. There's my stealth roll. Well, the stealth doesn't really help us very much with you know Captain Flashlight over there. So, oh, we're moving up to here though. Flashlight is up there. There's, 
There's a doorway over here. Doorway. Uh, we don't see anything else in the room, Danny. I mean, the investigation was obviously of the bodies, but uh, yeah. quick check yeah. of the room. Seventeen. The room, is, the room is fairly roughly shaped. Obviously, you can see that, but uh, nothing else. Really All right. Well. All right, there, Marster. Why don't you go check right. that door, buddy? Well, why don't you come here and take a tea, buddy? I'm slowly walking up behind you. All right. Fine. You're actually better at investigation than I. Yeah. Yeah. You're better at checking it out. I'm better at actually disarming it. Do you need some light, little ones? Jesus Christ, no. <laughs> <laughs> who, who is this? Who is this person? It looks good to me, man, but you should try, probably double check. <laughs> Danny uh, right. Bones is uh, kind of distracted by examining the bodies. Yeah, so. uh, they, look your, they look beyond his uh, ability to help at this point. I, I doubt I see anything more than you do. Don't, don't be poking them, Bones. Bones is just curious. I mean, if the last one was locked, this one has to be at least be locked. So it's I mean, probably maybe. locked and trapped. Yeah, it, doesn't, I mean, it, it looks neither locked nor trapped to you guys. All right, Jesus Christ! Uh, flip a coin. Flip a uh, coin. I got. I got a little robot that I can put on the floor, and he'll flip a coin for us. Let's just roll. Look, let's just roll a d6, and whoever gets <laughs> lowest has to do it. Okay. Can my little robot roll a d6? No, just roll a d6. But he's cute. He's like a little clockwork gnome. Look, I'm gonna have to do it. I rolled a one. Sweet. See, my robot was totally going to roll higher than that. We'll just um, roll. Roll. Because if we tie, we have to re-roll. If no, you, he rolled if it you, too. I saw it. If you stand out of the way, I can try to open the door with my mage hand. Oh, no. We don't need all that. We're just... Uh, we're, over th we're overthinking this. You know, sounds nasty. Call it, John. it sounds nasty, but go ahead. But No. 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 Absolutely let him, not. Let him open it with his mage hand. I'm opening the door. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That you open the door. It's Sweet. not locked. And nothing, no kind of trap springs when you open it. But you do see some dudes. Oh, right. Hey, guys, I see some dudes. There's some bombs. This torch-lit chamber is lined with fresh bricks and mortar. Several well-armed figures stand inside watching a robed man screw metal plates onto the limbs of another dead body. Jesus Christ. Each... each who... What? Each onlooker, you need to start saying like uh, Eberron or something. Each onlooker <laughs> wears a metal half mask and they all turn with angry glares at you. Uh, for the love of Eberron. There you go. That's better. Uh, Jesus Christus in the basket of the mano. Sawbones is rolling initiative. <laughs> Sawbones has got it right. So hold on a second. If they're doing a ritual, it's not, they probably didn't hear me open the door. Surprise. They are not doing a ritual. They, uh, the, this person right here appears to be like screwing metal plates into a body on this table. Oh, Most of them were just standing around watching. But uh, okay. when the door opens, they all turn and look because they see the light pouring in. That stupid flashlight. I told you 
right. Everybody else can roll initiative. That's what we get for bringing a lizard but with good looks. He's about to prove his worth. Okay. I'm not even roll initiative. Wow, these guys are initiativing the crap out of us. <laughs> oh, yeah, they are. Look at those rolls. I critted on one of them. Right. Guys, they have to roll new characters. That's awesome. There's, there's five of them, and four of them go before you guys. It'll be an identical character with a different name. <laughs> okay. I'm. Barster de Galanda. <laughs> <laughs> His twin brother. <laughs> here, here to avenge my twin brother. <laughs> As per the use. All right. That's um, awesome. My name is Inigo de Galanda. <laughs> you killed my brother. Prepare to die. Yeah, six fingers on your right hand. All right. Uh, this guy in the back corner turns around and says, hmm, intruders, and fires a crossbow at... <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally here with you. How's he firing it? Oh, Kimball's right there. Never mind. Totally not intruders. We're just bringing more bodies. That's uh, a 21 to hit. For some reason, it didn't roll damage. What is wrong with this thing? 21 what? to hit probably hits. Um, I can't see it, so therefore it didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, it, was a, it was a 21 to initiative. I see that. Same dude. I was doing this 2GM garbage. I got all this turned off. Why is it doing it? Nope, no, you got to roll it. Yep. Nope, nope, no, I don't. No, yeah, I mean, we can't see it. Didn't happen. Don't auto roll damage? Why is that on there? All right. No, I don't oh, roll, roll, again roll damage. damage. No damage. There you go. Six damage. Hmm. To who? You. Uh, so, as a reaction, throw I a bomb. No. Cast shield. So, basically, when he fires a crossbow at me, I slap a, uh, what looks like a button on my chest, and this like uh, thing puffs out uh, like a barrier of dust. Uh, and uh, arrow hits it and misses. Clicking. All right. Spellcaster, he says. How dare you? I'm not a spellcaster. Yeah, that was that was minimal. He's an artificer. And then uh, the, this one up here says, "Artificer, I hate those," and runs down to here. I'm gonna run in there and punch some people. <laughs> he attacks uh, Sawbones with a scimitar. Why would he do that? 18 to hit. That's gonna hit. Dang. For seven, seven damage. Slash. That's uh, nice. Slashering damage. God, these guys get Ooh. plus three. Good lord, Danny. We really got to roll new characters. Hey, I'm not the one that rolled y'all's initiative. If it's all on initiative, good lord. And a third one charges 1, 10, 15, 20, and uh, swings the scimitar at so, Gimli. Hang on, hang on a second. Bones, what spells did you have prepared? Cure Wounds, Fairy Fire, 
Um, cantrips don't count. Those aren't cantrips. Oh, fairy fire is not a cantrip. Okay. So cure wounds. Detect magic and identify. Well, that's going to help us in combat. Good job there, buddy. Hey. (laughs) A scimitar at gimbal. An 11 to hit. It misses. So wait, I have no idea how to attack. And finally, yet another bandit. Shoot at me, shoot at me. Oh, there it is. Yet, yet a fourth bandit fires. Uh, he's going to fire to, to here and fires a crossbow at Gimbal as well. So, misses. Question. Blink. Question. Hmm. Why would I attack with my monk unarmed attack, which only does 1d4 plus 3? Because you get that I... as, a, as a free bonus attack. Oh. So I can punt him with one hand and attack him with a short sword. Yes. Or kick him with, you know, with one hand. Attack him with a short sword. Kick him with one hand. Yeah. Right. It's it's unarmed. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Knee him. Headbutt him. Elbow him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, MMA. I got you. <laughs> All right. Uh, and it is Gimbal's turn. Okay. So which one said he didn't like artificers? The one in front of Sawbones or the one in one for the sawbones. <coughs> okay, so I uh, reach uh, behind my shield and pull out what looks like a, a little uh, blowgun. Oh, Lord. Light a fuse, point it at him, and shoot. Teach you to talk about me, spellcaster guy. This is going to hurt. Two damage, jerk. <laughs> that's, an, that's an 11 to hit are you okay with that uh, no I'd, I'd like to re-roll that completely that was Let's terrible that. Yeah. are you going to use your inspiration yeah I'll use my inspiration okay. what I do is click it again yep. inspiration and then just roll again yep okay so 19 go. for 4 damage alright it hits him does he catch on fire? Um, not really. I mean, he, he's singed. Oh. Well, but singed me. All right. These, and... What size are these creatures? Human size? Okay. They're humans. Uh, the guy over here that was putting the plates on the undead thing uh, climbs underneath the table. All right. And, and pretends to be invisible. A pussy. You hear him saying, I'm invisible. I'm invisible. I'm invisible. <laughs> Vorthax. Uh, Vorthax um, tells, uh, says to Gimbal, uh, let me show you how that's done. And, uh, and he um, holds his one hand out, points it at the guy who's uh, a little singed looking and uh, flings a little moat of fire at him. Clearly, my uh, pop gun, which I'm going to call it at this point, uh, put mostly gunpowder on his face. (laughs) So I I didn't hurt him as bad. 
at 12 hits and uh he is immolated yeah see you're welcome pretty boy helps you out <laughs> the, the gunpowder and everything that was all over his face uh, burst into flame and he screams in agony yes collapses yeah. to the ground serves you right holy crap all right anything else for Vorthax or is he good uh, he's gonna stay there all right Marster what's up I see right into the room. Nice to meet you. Good to see you. Ping. Damn it. All right, yep. Your unarmed strike, uh, he blocks it. I'm going to add a D4 to this one with my arrow point. That's too late. No, I mean to the next one. Next one. You roll it first. Yeah, you. Decide if you want to do no, it. no, my short sword. I'm telling you right now. But you, no, um, you roll it first, and then you can decide if you want to add the add the extra. Before he tells you if it hits or misses. Oh. Okay. Siri so told me that it missed. So yeah, all right. Strike, yeah. I'm not gonna add four to that. <sighs> it's a D6, but. Oh, D6. Okay, I'll add it. Let's do it. At least a five. That misses. It's fine. Yeah, just toss your coin on the table. Yep. Toss the coin to Witcher. Valley of Plenty. All right, Sawbones. That was unimpressive. Let's see. I'm yeah, we're going to cast very far. Or a three, maybe. And a 20 foot cube, so should incorporate those four in the back. Yeah, so all those three. Or if anyone's in the shadows up here, I can't see. Okay, it's very far on them to give whoever's attacking them advantage. Okay. Let's see. Fairy fire. All right, that's your action, right? Or yeah. the bonus action or something. This is regular action. One action. Yeah. Uh, can't find anything that works for fairy fire. <clears throat> it popped up. It tells you what it does. Oh, you're talking about a little marker. Yeah. Yeah. Is so it the one that bones. makes it look like they're glowing? <clears throat> yeah. It outlines them in a purple flame. That one? Mm-hmm. Sawbones uh, opens up a uh, portion of the uh, <coughs> chest plate that uh, reveals some pipes, and the gas starts filling out from those pipes into the area. And afterwards, uh, pretty much every object um, within that area starts glowing. All right. Right. Adam Curie would probably be very concerned. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and then one more bandit. Uh, he tries to brush the, the fairy fire off of himself, can't, and then uh, charges Marster. 15. With a scimitar. Oof. And, and kills him. Kills him with a single blow. <laughs> All right. 
Uh, critical hit for 12 slashing damage. It just runs him straight, runs him through. Almost, almost hits uh, Sawbones with the sword. It goes so through so hard. Pulls it out. That's what you get for messing with us. All right, all right. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because now four more bandits go, or at least three more. Yeah. Good night. All right. Um, this bandit in the back is going to shoot his crossbow at uh, Gimbal. I'm going to create the tankiest tank that ever tanked in Eberron. 18. <laughs> or 7. Um, shield lasts how long? Just through the end of the round? I think until the end of your next turn. Yeah, so that misses. Uh, the one right in front of you, Gimbal, is going to attack you with a scimitar. And a 10 to hit. That's going to miss. Yeah, that, that would have missed me too, by the way. Oh, yeah. I mean, that critical hit would have killed anybody in your party. Yeah, yeah at level 1, a critical hit kills any level 1 character. And then one more is going to fire a crossbow at Gimbal with a 22 to hit. That misses. Close. Close. Like right. the best shield reaction spell of all time. Yeah. Gimbal. All right. So since the pop gun, because I was so close, I'm just going to say it was because I was so close, it was mostly powder. I'm going to try my little ballista, set it on fire with my little fire starter, and shoot it at the guy in front of um, the guy that just killed my boss man over there. That guy. Yep. So a little ballista, little ballista missile in your face. 15 for four. That really hits him. He was hurt. I mean, a light crossbow would be doing... Is light crossbow one-handed? I think it's two. It's two, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I thought I think only a hand crossbow is one headed. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, the uh, doctor guy is hiding under the table, and it's Vorthex's turn. Uh, Vorthex uh, sighs and and uh, and says, uh, "I guess I'll finish him." <laughs> I'm just, he, warming, I'm just warming him up for you. He targets the same guy uh, that that yeah. Gimbal had fired at. Ooh. A 20 for 5. You have advantage for some reason? Yeah, he's fire. fire. Oh, the fairy fire. Oh, yeah, cool. Boom! That. All right. Uh, he is... Uh, his face is, is burned. He's still barely standing. Oh! oh. Horrible. Creatures, what are these things? All right. It's like a lizard man and a bunch of tiny people and a warforged. Marster. Make a death save. <laughs> what do I need to roll? D20. <clears throat> you 
Come on, you can do it. Drill a 20, you get one hit point back. 13, that's a success. Mark it on your character sheet. Sawbones. So, C-3PO. If you shoot the guy that we've been killing, he'll go down. Or I could uh, heal or you the person heal. who's supposed to pay me. Uh, leave him on the ground. If you heal him, will he actually get up? Is that how that works? Yeah. If you, drop, if you drop below zero? Yeah. He does so, okay. get up, but then four more uh, yeah, so it's bandits go. Yeah. If you kill that guy in front of you, he's the guy that acts next. He's the three. Initiative. I, um, I'm not sure if I'm not actually going to be able to take him out, but let's see. Well, he's he's taking nine points of damage, so you either firebolt him or you heal yourself. Uh, firebolt him, and then heal the useful meat. Meat. All right, firebolt. Twenty-four for max damage. I'd say that was pretty good. Oh, yeah. He did. <laughs> he did. He just just so in uh, mech style, his uh, wrist kind of like pops down, and like there's just like a hollow cylinder where his uh, forearm is, and just flame throws his face. <laughs> Mandalorian style. I got you. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right. Um. Yeah, that's one less bandit. But you guys haven't seen Smokey yet. Oh, actually, he's on the ground smoking. <laughs> on the ground smoking. <clears throat> All right. <coughs> Excuse me. The bandit's in the back. Uh, the one back here is going to fire his light crossbow at Gimbal again. He's like, I'm going to kill this bugger. And his uh, uh, crossbow bolt was on backwards, and it uh, just flops to the ground. That's a critical miss. As he rolls a one, yeah. He got, he got too excited trying to load it and put the bolt in wrong. Mm-hmm. It happens Is to a premature activator? <laughs> the uh, one uh, in front of you guys here is going to swing a scimitar at uh, Sawbones because you just saw him unleash a flamethrower that melted his buddy's head off. Uh, 14 to hit. Uh, thankfully, no. <laughs> All right. And then, well, it was only been two damage anyway. But uh, still, I'm bandit. barely holding on. I was going to say, he's, he's got like three. <laughs> One more bandit fires a crossbow, his crossbow at Gimbal, as he's been doing for a while. A 20. Oh. So it will be a hit. Five. Oh, don't want to activate shield again. Yes. With the time hit points you probably have. Well, I'm full life, so I can. Uh... Well, but it only lasts till the end of his next turn, so. Yeah, and I attack next. Uh, I'll take the five damage. All right. All right, and then it's Gimbal's turn. Yeah, that is quite rude of you there, sir. Uh, we really need to get these guys. Dead. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll use my little mini ballista again. On, um, which one just shot me? This one up here. All right, I'm shooting him. Jerk face. 19 for 7. Oh, yeah, he's, he's barely hanging on. He's in bad shape. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Uh, is that it for Gimbal? Yeah, I can't move because I'm got a guy engaged in front of me. Yeah. All right, the guy under the table stays under the table. He is now covering his eyes. Vorthax. Uh, Vorthax steps over to see the guy that uh, Gimbal fired at, and we'll uh, we'll fling another little firebolt. A fifteen for four, and he dies. Sweet. Collapses to the ground, burning. There's a lar- uh, fairly strong smell of burning flesh in this room now at this point. There's a lot of fire being slung around. Vorthax, Vorthax says to Gimbal, we make a good team. Yeah, buddy. It's just like artillery fire from, from the hallway. All right. Marster, make a death save. Uh. <laughs> Matt's just like playing with his head on the table until it's his turn. It's pretty terrible. It's a failure. Mark it down. Yay. One success, one failure. (laughs) Sawbones. I just just wanted to punch something. That's all I wanted to do. And it's it's very reminiscent of RoboCop, where like the the four fingers of the knuckle like pop down, and the there and like a just like a large spike sticks out of the mid knuckle, and he just reaches down and looks at uh, Matt's character and goes, "Get up, useful meat! You still have to pay me!" And just stabs it in him and casts cure uh, cure light wounds. Nice. Graphic. Graphic, yeah. It looks like it's going to hurt. All right, so that heals him for six points. Probably would have been 12 if not for uh, stabbing him. While they were... <laughs> There's always pain and healing. All right, uh, Marster, you wake up uh, feeling at the same at once uh, a lot better and annoyed that Sawbones is stabbing you. <laughs> same time, uh, it's an old family joke for them. Yeah, I'm pretty used to it by now. Bandito <coughs> is going to continue firing his crossbow at Gimbal because that's basically all he does in life, and, and he. Misses again. Shifty. Shifty. Nimble. Now you see me. Now you don't. Fight the magic, man. (laughs) The one 
uh, in front of you too is going to uh, uh, swing a scimitar at Gimbal. Oh yeah. Also miss. Also miss. What's up? Dang it! I hate gnomes. Yeah, I got cut it on. When the second he misses, I'm gonna aim my ballista at his face and fire. Okay. Yeah, it's your you're up next. <laughs> Boo yell! Ah. Oh. It's a nine. A nine. It's a miss. All right, that misses. Yep. Uh, the uh, bone doctor in the background is just going to, he's just still covering his eyes. He's not even looking, not even peeking through his fingers. <clears throat> Fourth axe. All right. I can, um, I can move through friendlies as long as I don't end on top of them, correct? Yeah. All right. And what's the point of my uh, halfling ability? Oh, because not. Because you can occupy the same space. Yeah. Even if they're not friendly. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to step up to there and I'm going to um, I'm going to hurl a bolt of energy uh, that is like an undulating mass of just pure chaotic energy uh, at this guy back here. All right. So it looks like like eyeballs, tongues. <laughs> Good God, that's a lot of description. All right. So it does um, acid. It does acid damage. How do you know? The How damage the type. Gotcha. You added that to the roll, or it's already in there. It's already in there. That's nice. Okay, um, yeah, so it does uh, 25 points of acid damage to this guy. His Jeez entire Louise. body just melts into a puddle as it hits him. That's unfortunate. What does it even look like? Is it uh, uh, just... Uh, well, the, it's just like this blob that changes colors. Uh, like it, it cycles through various colors and it ended on green right when it hit him. Mm. And then it just kind of engulfed him and he, uh, it began to hiss and smolder as it burned through his body. So where, where does it roll the two D eights? I don't see that. The two D eights is the, the attack damage. So because it critted, it roll it rolled that twice. So it rolled 11 and 14. Like, here's what it looks like normally. I rolled another crit. <laughs> there we go. So that's what it would look like normally. So that would be eight da- eight points of damage, poison well, type. Rolling two d six plus two d eight plus one d six for damage. Well, it did that. It rolled a three and a two and a three. The dam- your damage type's not calculating properly. No, the damage type is just it's uh, one through eight. No, the way it works, if you read it. If you roll the same number on your D8s, which is your damage rolls, so when you roll 2D8 and you roll a 3 and a 2... Oh, yeah, it doesn't, right. it doesn't matter, though. That's what's fine for Well, no, it does, because if you match, it goes to another target. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the first one that I rolled, I rolled an 11. And so I would have rolled a 4 and a 3 there. And then on the crit, I would have rolled a 6 and a 4. So none of them have matched. I understand that. But on your crit, right, had it been a four and a four, 
Right, you would have got to do a new attack roll against an, another creature. Right. <clears throat> okay. All right, I follow now. So your damage type thing that's over to the side is pointless. Well, that just tells us what kind of damage it does. So it, I, because I rolled a one, it did acid damage. But you didn't roll a one, is what I'm saying. On the damage type? It says one plus three. You just take the first die. Okay. Yeah, so it uses your damage roll, is what I'm saying. Oh. The way it's written, on a hit, the target takes 2d8 plus d6 damage. Choose one of the d8s. The number roll uh, yeah. determines that's... that. So it's your damage roll. You don't have to have that other thing over there. Is what I'm saying. Well, plus, plus the way it's written, you get to choose between the two dice. Yeah, exactly. So, so you... on your 11, you had a 4 and a 3. You could have chose force or, li- or fire. Uh, I got you. Well, th- that's just how they set it up. I dragged it over from the compendium. Oh, yeah, no. Saw, yeah, yeah. It did it wrong. Well, I mean, I can, I can change it to where I just pick from one of the two dice. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, we can just just uh, use it that way because that's actually more, way more useful for you. All right, so I'll I'll change it on the spell. Either yeah, way, but see, but see, the damage type doesn't roll two d eight, so you can't tell if it matches. Because yeah, if it matches, it makes a new attack. Mm. That's only on the damage roll. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And you don't have to, what I'm saying is you don't have to change it. You could just look at the two dice that get rolled. Yes, exactly. So that's how it'll look now. Perfect. And then I can choose from one or five. Yeah. Perfect. Either way, that dude is a pile of steaming goo. Church. I was going to say, what either way, you? we're overlooking the fact that this is a first level spell that is, my god. Yeah. That's a first level spell? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's insane. Um, what's what we're also overlooking is the fact that it's so it's actually either force or fire damage. Which one of those did you want it to be? Oh, uh, let's just go with pure force. It just like hurls his okay. body backwards. It just like yeah, crushes his body into a. Some sort. In any case, he's dead. Wow, that's a two d eight plus a d six is like the most powerful first level spell I've ever seen in my life. I mean, you have to roll it uh, to hit for it to work, but yeah, and that's why I targeted that guy because I would have had advantage if I hadn't rolled the crit. No, I got you. I'm just saying. That's good. That's impressive. <clears throat> All right, uh, Marster, you're you find yourself alive. Yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna try to punch this guy. All right, you have. Uh, Oh, do you guys want to use regular flanking rules, or do you want to use the gang up rules we've been using? Yeah, let's use the gang up rules. <laughs> you just want to do that right now because you're going to get an extra bonus. Well, I'm just saying. No, I mean, this is what we've been doing. Well, have we been using gang up rules in this campaign? Well, we just started this campaign first session. I mean, like in our in our. Uh, I guess the, the last one we did. Yeah, we did. I thought we guess the Jets were just using regular flanking. I think we used King Up when we had the Horn of Ahala. Yep, we did. When we restarted it. Okay, all right. Yeah, if you guys are good with it, then we will. So you have plus four on this attack or attack. So that's 16 Ooh. for five. Yep, that hits him. Follow up. 
with your short sword. And that is a 13. 13, 4. Yeah, you stab him. He is barely alive. Blood bubbling out on his lips. So I basically punch him in the diaphragm that hack the short sword into his shoulder blade. Yeah, he's not uh, he's not looking good. Somebody like taping a box? Sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it yeah, like. That's, that's what it is, sorry. That, that's John uh, putting his son to bed. Lay down. <laughs> Don't get up again. Alright, so this is off topic, but since we're talking about packing tape, I had a dream last okay, night. Where are you going with this? I had good. a dream. I had a dream last night that we were going on a family vacation. And so I said to my wife, we're going to the beach. I said, don't forget to pack your swimsuit. And she said, I don't like my swimsuit from last year. I'm doing something different. I said, oh, are you just going to buy one there? And she said, no, and pulled out a roll of clear wrap, uh, packing tape and said, I'm just going to make my own. <laughs> All right. Wow. Okay. That's a okay. <laughs> All right, sawbones. You're <laughs> All right, so sawbones. Uh, Light him up. Grabs his mace, which is basically a some type of metal pipe with looks like the joint of something attached to the end of it, and just tries to smash this guy's face in. Yeah, rolls a six. Our rolls tonight have been really poor. Rolls a three. Yeah, yeah. I rolled a three. Yeah. Yes. How do I roll a three? Yeah, like plus. You You rolled a three plus your three made it a six. Then I got like another three on top of that, right? Yeah. So you're nine. He doesn't get. Why doesn't he get gang up? Oh, he did get gang up. Yeah, I didn't know what he was. I was like, "What are you?" <laughs> he still misses. Mm, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna use my inspiration just because it's gonna go out before the night's over. So, I'm gonna reroll. Well, you just spent your uh, hero point. <laughs> well, I meant my inspiration. Do, do what? I meant to use my inspiration, which is right. what I said. So, <laughs> yeah, just check it off your box. Okay. All right, uh, you kill him in an inspired fashion. There you so, go. Uh, you cave his skull in with the joint of some uh, <clears throat> old warforged ankle or something. I don't know. Clunk. Okay, so let me drag that cowering thing out from under the table. Sawbones goes up and grabs him by the ankle and pulls him out. He he, he like steps out and he's just holding his hands and uh, I won't put up a fight. I'm I'm just a physician. Yeah, well, what's up with the tunnel, douchebag? Well, um, well, uh, the, uh, 
the, the, there was a there's a spy in, in Salvation who uh, gave us the ability to set up the the tunnel there. Who is that? Uh, I don't know. Okay, Subbones, torture. Subbone grabs him by the neck. Okay. And forces his face into what he's working on. All right. You could have you could try an insight check, see if he's lying or not, or uh, I don't know. This is <laughs> wisdom for that. This sounds like an intimidate kind of a move. <laughs> I, well, I, 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 will, I will insight to see if I think he's telling the truth, if you will allow me. I'll do the same. <laughs> I rolled a thirteen. Sixteen. Well, you rolled intimidation. Oh, well, there you go. He's intimidated. You can tell. Uh, yeah, he, you think he's telling the truth. So he doesn't know who the spy is. Right. Ha- have you seen the spy? No, I, they just they just brought me in uh, from from Carnath to to do my work. And what is your work? Um, he he points at the or. Or gestures to the dead body that uh, Sabon has just smashed his face into. <laughs> trying to trying to create uh, zombies that are more uh, resilient in battle. Who would know who the spy is? Um, I think that one there, and he points to the one that uh, we got. Uh, Vorthax uh, curled up into a, a ball with his force spell over here. I think I think that one do. Alright, alright. Where's all the money? <laughs> so are there other corpses on these other tables? Uh, <clears throat> let's see. There's just the one corpse on that one table right now. All the other ones are still in piles. I asked them uh, how many have you made? And where are they? Uh, uh, well, um, I just I haven't, I haven't made any anything uh, with them yet. This was the first one. Um, we're trying to take advantage of the fact that some of the corpses from from the Mornland don't decompose, and we're going to try to make zombies out of them. Um, all right, Sawbones, bind that creature. That's all. For all right. He basically, smashes his head into the uh, table and knocks the tries to knock him out. Oh wait, wait, all for the glory of what? The Emerald Claw. You, you've all heard of the Order of the Emerald Claw. No. Uh, uh, you guys can all make an intelligence or wisdom check. I guess. No, I'm. A, I remember reading about it, but yeah. Uh, anybody with over a 12 will have heard of them before. All right. What do we know about the Emerald Claw? Is this a perception check or what? Uh, intelligence or wisdom, either one. Just to know about them. Okay. Let me see. I'm just going to find them in the book here later. Uh, they may need to tie it up here soon, guys. Yeah, I'm pretty much done. 
they arose as an order of military knights within Karnath, um, fell into and fell into disgrace later. Uh, they run as cells of fanatical warriors, necromancers, and spies. And uh, they are adherents of the Blood of Vol. They're basically big into uh, creating zombies and undead soldiers and stuff to help them fight. All right, well, we're going to get Sawbones to guy up, get him to tell us where any money, jewels, or other valuable stash before we drag his tunnel and light this fire. Um, he tells you he doesn't know of any kind of money or jewels. Um, oh, God. Punch him in the face. <laughs> okay, you punch him in the face. Uh, he, the agents just uh, escorted him here. and uh, they, he doesn't, uh, That's all, all he knows. Good Lord. Search what we can of the bodies. Search the area. Right. Uh, you don't find anything else other than like the the weapons and stuff that the guys had. All right, we'll take them. We'll sell them. Five scimitars and five black crossbows. All right, let's get out of this did, place. Did this guy have any equipment that looked valuable, uh, or was he basically just bolting armor plates onto zombies? Yeah, he was just yeah bolting armor plates on the corpses. They're not even zombies yet. All right. Let's take all we can. Let's go up to the surface. Gimbal. We don't want to do any kind of searching or anything like that. You guys just want to grab the... No, we already did. That's what we did. Okay. Make perception checks if you want, but... uh... I think he's pretty jealous. There's nothing here. You don't find anything other than than what what he already told you. Okay. Those checks. Well, let me try one more. I haven't done mine yet. There's a 19. Yep, you don't find anything else. All right. All right. And and so if this guy, does this guy know how to raise zombies? No, he, he's just a physician. So, so he was like uh, putting all this stuff into the bodies and they were going to have someone else create zombies out of them later. All right, strike him and all the weapons and let our good friend blow this place up. So there's obviously three piles of more bodies that they were going to... Someone's bringing the bodies here. Yep. Uh, he tells you that uh, um, most of these bodies were from uh, members, of, uh, supplicants of the Emerald Claw who sacrificed themselves uh, in order to be able to be used in undeath. Well, that's just dumb. Do y'all want to blow this thing up or should we tell the sheriff? Uh, blow the place up and make sure that the tunnel doesn't collapse underneath the big yeah, iron giant on the surface. Yeah. Vorthax to, uh, doesn't like it. Let's burn it. All right. Well, let's just stop there and we can, we'll can we pick up with you guys setting the place on, on fire next time. Fire! Fire! Sound good? All right. Yeah. Sounds good. All right, let me tell Craig to leave. I'm just glad I didn't die permanently. <laughs> me too, Matt. Dude, at level one, it only takes one hit. <laughs> Pretty much. It's true. It really does. Yeah.
All right. Bye, everybody. Peace bye, out. Bye, everyone.